Hey guys, guess who? It's me, it's Colton. I don't know why I said guess who, because I don't know who the hell else would be talking to you right now. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I did it, I guess. I said last episode of the podcast, on episode 37, that, uh, that I would try to have some kind of bonus prepared for you guys while I, while I was away here at uh, Minnesota. So um, yeah, I'm... I got something prepared for you guys. I didn't think I would, but I do. Um, but unfortunately, it's not something I've recorded with Jay or Jasmine or anybody involved with the crew again. I'm I'm going to get them on again at some point. And just everybody's been busy. But it's it's not originally a part of the show. Uh, first off, um, uh, this this little thing I have prepared is actually a segment I recorded with uh both Josh Dunham and CJ Hitchcock um Josh Dunham being the host of uh the Senpai Coast to Coast uh podcast and blog that you can find over at uh senpaicoasttocoast.wordpress.com and just in case uh you don't know who Josh Dunham is uh well I just explained where his blog is so there's that but uh I've had him on the show recently on uh episode 35 where uh we covered chapter 47 of the manga with the giant cockroaches and all that so um so if you've listened to that episode then you're already kind of familiar with him and all that but if you're not um go listen to that episode if you haven't um personally probably one of my favorite episodes that we've uh, recorded to date um a lot of great uh, conversation and insight that we had with him but uh yeah so basically i guess a couple of weeks ago uh on my birthday josh was so nice enough to actually get me a copy of j stars victory versus plus uh which by the way thank you so much for that josh probably the best birthday present i've gotten this year um but um yeah, just in case you guys don't know what this thing is, uh, we've mentioned it once or twice on the podcast before, but uh, J-Star's Victory Versus is basically a fighting game for the uh, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PlayStation 4, even. It's a fighting game, basically, where you can fight as uh, characters from other Shonen Jump series. Uh Shonen Jump, obviously, being the uh, magazine which Gintama runs. Uh, so, uh, besides, you know, Gintoki, who is a playable character, uh, Kagura being a support character, and then, you know, Shinpachi uh, voicing his witty retorts off screen because, you know, that's the joke. Um, you know, if you're a fan of Shonen Jump, uh, you know, you can, you can play as Luffy, Ichigo, Toriko, Naruto all those really big characters and series and stuff. So if you're a fan of Shonen Jump in general, and not just Gintama, um, you might want to take a listen to this, because uh, uh, basically, you know, um, me, CJ Hitchcock, and Josh, uh, after playing this game for about a week or so, all got together um, for an episode of Josh's show to uh, basically talk about this game and review it, and basically you know talk about what we like what we don't like and whether we think people should buy it or not so it's not a very gintama centric special unfortunately um if you're only into gintama i'm sorry uh i try to do my best to talk about you know gintama a little bit but uh you know uh 
you know, it's 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 Shonen Jump related, so it's it's still Gintama related in a way. But uh, but you know what, I I would really suggest listening to this, uh, especially if you're like myself and love the fuck out of Shonen Jump. Um, maybe we can convince you to uh, take a take a look at this game. So um, yep. Uh, so I think that's pretty much it for me right now. Um, I'm gonna let you just listen to this thing that uh, I recorded with Josh Dunham. Again, this is a conversation we three had on episode eight of his podcast. Again, that's Senpai Coast to Coast, um, which you can find at senpaicoasttocoast.wordpress.com. So, yeah, um, if if you like what you hear, um, I would really suggest. Take uh, taking a look at his blog and podcast. I personally really like his show. Uh, I think he does a great job with a lot of his stuff. Um, though there are a few hiccups here and there. Um, but uh, you know, sometimes Josh is a big silly and he edits things at like one a.m. or two a.m. or whatever, and he makes he makes some mistakes. But you know what? Some I do too, and. You know what? No, no podcaster's perfect all the time. You know, so, so you know, if if you hear a bunch of us talking over each other, that doesn't last for too long. Don't worry, the episode's still good. Uh, please listen to this. Still, um, I had a lot of fun recording this, and uh, I think that's about it. So enough of me stalling. Uh, here is our conversation from episode eight of Senpai Coast to Coast, talking about J Star's victory versus plus. And please enjoy. I just now started recording, so. I guess that's my cue to start recording uh, as well. Colton, are you recording? Uh, I just started. You just started? I'm trying to turn up my mic. All right, there we go. Okay, my only question is, when you say you just started, did you capture the part where it said you just started? Um, I think I did, yeah. Okay, because like that would be a great way to, to introduce this episode of Senpai Coast to Coast. I have with me, as you guys can hear, guests. Um, I forget which way they were sitting the last time we did this show. Um, let's see. We'll do it from whoever can speak first. Introduce yourself. Ah, I'm speaking first. I did it. I'm. I'm... Well, no, you ruined it because we should have just been silent for like three minutes to see who would. Yeah, lost. it was kind of like a you know a mahjong <laughs> competition. You just kind of wait and stare at each other and don't actually make moves. So, if that's the case, um, I guess Chris, would you identify yourself? All right, uh, this is uh, CJ Hitchcock, uh, aka Hitch, uh, once again from Double Zeta Productions. By the time of this recording. Uh, I know you have written an article, is that correct? Or Two articles I said I was going to write. One was going to be on this thing that we're going to be talking about today, and the other one was going to be on the movie Inside Out. I haven't gotten around to it, to be completely honest, because I've got like 
lots of other personal stuff. Like, I'm, I'm getting ready to move. I'm actually in the final stages of, like, getting another apartment set up tomorrow. So it's, like, I've got, like, all that stuff I need to take care of. Well, so. congratulations then. Uh, I can't wait yeah. to christen your new home with a podcast. You let me know when that happens. I want to be on that. Uh, okay, housewarming podcast. Ha- Is that what that's going to be? It chases out all the evil anime spirits, you know, like the Ninja Scrolls and the L.A. Gimes and that sort of thing. I love Ninja Scrolls. That's why we need to do a house christening podcast. And how, how, how do you not like Ninja Scrolls? Like, okay, you know, screw the topic we're going to talk about today. Like, how do you not like Ninja Scrolls? <laughs> I feel like if I talk any longer, we're not going to introduce the man who spoke first. Man who spoke first, I'm sorry, must segue. Who are you? Uh, first off, I'm sorry. I guess I guess the YouTube firsty culture has gotten the best of me, but uh, I am Colton, uh, otherwise known as SniperKing323 on Twitter. I do a lot of my own other shows that I don't feel like talking about just yet because there's a lot of them, but all you need to know about me is I, I'm the guy that hosts that other Gintama podcast that isn't hosted by Doctor from the Ask Backwards Anime podcast. I host Life Lessons, the Gintama Maga cast. Colton, what? why do you, you you promote Doctor's Gintama podcast more than your own? Because because I I like his stuff. Oh, I see. Okay, I get that. But the but but see, <laughs> Hitch asked a question. Why don't you like Ninja Scroll? Uh, I I'm pretty sure I'm not the one he asked that. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure it was you, Colton, because that's I, why we have no the show. no. I was asking the person who addressed it, and also, are you just talking about the movie? Or are you also talking about the series? And if that's the case, are you also bringing up Ninja Resurrection? Because if you don't like Ninja Resurrection, that I understand. Because Ninja Resurrection is pretty awful. But, like... I was, like, 15 when I saw Ninja (laughs) Scroll, okay? I was watching Ninja Scroll for all the wrong reasons, and Ninja Scroll slapped me around for all those same reasons. There there are no wrong reasons to watch Ninja Scroll. There are only 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 wrong reasons. reasons. There are only wrong reasons to watch Ninja Scroll. Yes. God... It's no. kind of like when someone says, don't go in there, and you go in there. Well... Like, that's Ninja do Scroll. You just, do you just not like, like, fun action movies? Like, is that, <laughs> that what it is? Because that's basically what that, that movie is. not is. a fun like, action Like, it's a movie. 90s action movie that happens to be an anime. No, <laughs> like, no, that's not... No, no. Look, okay. All I know is this. Nothing. You all, all you know is absolutely nothing. Just... Don't make me question my life. I told you. Don't do this to me in public. Yeah, you're embarrassing him in front of all of the internet peoples. All of them. Oh, if I wanted to embarrass him, we'd talk about Summer Wars. Oh, (laughs) okay. Shots fired. Shots fired. Eject. Eject. Okay. No, in all seriousness now, we are here to discuss J-Stars Victory Versus Plus, the game with three titles, as I like to call it. For a good reason, though, we have all played it for at least, what, two weeks now, almost? All three of us got our hands on the game. And we've played against each other. Um, Colton is definitely the best player here, so mm. we'll be yeah, we'll be hearing a lot from Colton because there was this one time when, by himself, Colton kept juggling both of our characters in this infinite combo. Is that how it went, Chris? I can't remember. I I remember it being the other way around. I remember us tag teaming and just holding him down and just beating the ever loving shit out of him, and it was quite amusing. Oh, okay. Although I remember pressing L2 and Ichigo kept showing up. That's all I remember. Yeah, what what most people don't know about me is that I I 
I don't play a lot of games, but I like to play games, but I also kind of suck at games, so that's that's a weird kind of conundrum that I have to live with every day of my life. It's kind of like being married. Yeah. Um, for for those who don't know, Jay Stars, um, I just call it the PlayStation Jump game, combines over 40 years worth of characters from the Shonen Jump mythos. So you'll have characters... You know, ranging from the big three, like Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, uh, fighting with other characters from, like, as early on as, like, Lucky Man. <laughs> like, like, uh, like Kochikame. Dang it, that's what I was gonna say, too. Yeah, Kochikame in particular. It's not your traditional Street Fighter 2 type fighting game. It's not, uh, two-dimensional. It's more of an open arena. Like, if you played any of the Dragon Ball Z games on the PlayStation 3... It was a lock-on combo lock on combo lock on combo super you know that's the kind of you always are pressing the lock on button and you're kind of swapping between the two characters because they leave such a gap of invincibility we'll get into the game mechanics a little bit here um but it's a lot like the the tenkaichi budokai tenkaichi games um that as as hitch previously mentioned colton one thing i want to know i think you're the only one here who's played these the pirate warrior um one piece games how do those stack up because i thought that was a similar dynamic it's just like the no those games are really really different because they're more of a dynasty warriors clone Um, yeah you're 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 literally just running around beating the crap out of people and that's yeah yeah. it's one person it's like one against a thousand person army um that's kind of like the idea of those dynasty warrior games the pirate warrior games in comparison feel a lot more like beat-em-ups i guess uh, I I know you're I th- I think at this point because I know you're kind of catching up on One Piece. I think at this moment you're at the Fishman Island arc still. Yeah, actually, just today I finished up volume sixty-five. I just finished volume sixty-five. So Hoodie was just defeated. Luffy. Um, I just learned the name of that ac- that move he does in the game where he uh, goes armament hockey and totally like pummels everybody. It's uh, it's called the Gum Gum Elephant Gun. Or a Gatling mm-hmm, elephant gun. Yeah. So uh, he just finally unveiled that punching Noah's Ark. Yes, that is a thing. Which, um, which, uh, so. not to go off too off topic, but if there's anything you know good about Fishman Island, that's the, that's one of the few things good about Fishman Island that I really liked. But well, finally getting to see everybody fight—that was a great thing. I mean, like Fishman Island is such a weak arc; it's not even funny. Like, it's, it's so convoluted and doesn't need half of the content that's in there, to be 100% honest with you. I know CJ is catching up, so I want to be very careful about what I say. Yeah, I'm, uh, I just, uh, got volumes 45 through 48, uh, registered through the library. So, um, I'm at the end of the CP9, uh, hmm. yeah, I'm at the end of that arc. They just rescued Robin. Yeah, I, I, t- I, I told you, Josh, what did I tell you? I warned you ahead of time. But no, but um, Pirate Warriors two in terms of where it's at in the story, I think it it it's it kind of sort of takes place uh, where the next arc after Fishman Island takes place. But it's but it's it, it's good because it um, unlike Pirate uh, the first Pirate Warriors where it where it kind of goes through a lot of the original story of One Piece. Pirate Warriors two, for the most part, has its own complete or has its own original story. So you could play that and not be spoiled on future manga events, which is which is good. Oh, okay, great. 
first let's talk about how the game feels, I guess. For me, I was expecting a little bit more when I first dug into the game. I bought it. I got it the day on release or whatnot through Amazon. Um, I was a little hesitant on two-player because I saw what they had done. They split the screen, but it's not just a split screen. It's like they minimalize the screen to the size of like a YouTube video. Oh, yeah, video. I, I don't and like that. And then they put the HUD, yeah, they put the, the HUD around it. And I was like, okay, it works, but it doesn't it doesn't feel as immersive as when you're playing against a, another living being on the full full screen. You know what I'm saying? With a game like this, it's going to be really frustrating to get like two people in the same room playing this game and have it like be full screen like you can online. The thing that's frustrating for me when it comes to the way it looks when it comes to multiplayer is that they cut it in such a way where you could fit four screens on, you, know, you could fit four players on the screen, but you only ever get two, and it only supports up to two at any given moment with a, a local area play. So that's kind of the thing that frustrates me, because even with the Budokai Tenkaichi games, those, or Raging Blast, you know, that line of video games that we referred to earlier, has a, a, a working split screen that's that's viable. Yeah, because sometimes even... Even when you're fighting full screen, depending on uh, depending on what's going on or you know what stage you're playing on, it, things can get really, really chaotic really fast. Yeah, because um, one of the downsides to this game in particular is that because uh, the idea is that you want it to be two on two, and uh, you want like two sets of characters fighting their own battle while you have two sets of characters running over fighting each other. So like you have two separate battles going on in the same map. But what will happen every now and then is uh, the computer will decide to not do that and will go ahead and decide to, ta- you know, like, join together and fight one of your opponents, sometime yourself. And at that point, when you and have then, two... And then, of course, your ally doesn't help yeah, anything. Yeah, because when you have two people going against one person, um, the defense mechanics in the game are not the best. And because of that, uh, you can... Like, you'll be blocking against the guy in front of you, and then another person will come up from behind you and just start pummeling you. And at that point, you get kind of caught up in this combo. And uh, that that gets really frustrating really quick with how easy you can get you can gang up on somebody with this game. The biggest problem is those those area of effect attacks. Like Kenshiro or Jotaro, you know, when they have... the Or even Luffy. You know, when they have... It's a, a semi-wide area in front of them where they hit like such, you know, but the, they cover the whole area when they're punching or kicking or whatever it may be. And so when you get two characters who are like that, you know, or someone who can grab somebody, like for example, multiple times, um, or someone who can constantly, uh, um, free somebody like Killua, what ends up happening is the way the combat works is that there's a crumple state and then there's a down state. You can still be hit for a certain amount of time when you're on the ground, but when you get back up, you have like this, this, stint of invincibility which lasts for what i felt was it's some in some cases too long but given the fact that if two characters gang up on you and get this uber combo on you that's sometimes the only way you can recover the match is because you have enough time to regroup and recalibrate and kind of chase them off you you know what i'm saying well um because this game um kind of integrates this mechanic that's been kind of popular with a lot of these kind of uh 3D fighting games is that it has very much a rock, paper, scissors kind of effect with its attack. Uh, with this one, it's either block, light attack, or shield smash. And the way that it goes is like a block will 
uh, a block will uh, block a light attack, a heavy attack can be taken up by a light attack, and a block can be taken up by a heavy attack. So um, it wants you to integrate that into the combat, but part of the problem is that the heavy attacks take so long to charge with a lot of the characters that sometimes it's just best to just, you know, spam the light attack more than, you know, take the risk of charging up a heavy attack and then get caught up with getting uh, locked into a combo with another character. So that's uh, something else with that game and with its fighting mechanics. Any special, any super requires you to spend from that stamina bar, whether it's sidestepping or super dashing or anything like that. You know, it requires stamina. But the thing is, blocking also drains from that stamina, and certain attacks drain more stamina. So you can block, but only for so long. But the flip side is, you can launch an unsuccessful combo. That is, you can do a whole entire combo, and it's entirely blocked. It does no damage. But it will drain enough stamina that when your opponent goes to fight back, they don't have anything to fight back with. So the thing is, yeah, you'll get punished, but... The combo will only go so far because they don't have the stamina to make it a super combo and link it with all these different things. So, in that regard, it works. I do like the stamina meter in this game. That is one thing that I do think really works for this game. Because every character has a, a different way of how their stamina meter works. Like, if you're playing as Kentaro from Fist of the North Star... Um, his attacks are very close range, as you can imagine. He doesn't have long-distance attacks like Goku or um, Setsuda from uh, Reborn. Um, and because of that, Kenshiro's charging mechanics for getting his, uh, like his stamina meter up is really, really quick. So you don't have to spend all this time charging. Well, if you're playing as somebody like Goku, he'll take forever to charge up. And because of that, if you're not careful, if you're, you know, caught up in charging your attack, that can leave you open for other people to come in and just kind of wail on you. And um, so there is kind of that back and forth. And um, like another character uh, with their uh, power meters is like uh, the police officer character. I keep forgetting what his name is. If someone wants to uh, with that one. Uh, Ryotsu. Uh, with Ryotsu. He, um, because he doesn't really have... Uh, powers uh he's like his general recharge is pretty quick as well actually something i really wanted to bring up uh i i personally really like how um like i really feel like each character in the roster plays differently like i uh, i know we were kind of comparing the game to sort of like uh to uh the budokai tenkaichi series a little earlier uh when it comes to like say Budokai Tenkaichi three, where you know that game in particular has, I think, at least over a hundred and fifty characters. If somewhere around that, uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. But you know that that game has so many characters, which is great. But you know, for the most part, they all have the same move set for for the most part. Exactly, yeah. But what what I really like about this game is that you like uh, each character has. Has that basic move set of strong attack, weak attacks, uh, different guard attacks, whatever. But they all have these particular uh, sort of super moves or moves that kind of take up the stamina ga uh, gauge or whatever. That uh, th th they all have their different moves and how you use them, or I guess different inputs. I guess uh, which is something I really particularly liked about this game because 
uh, each character uses up uh, their stamina sort of differently. Like, uh, I guess what I mean by that is each character has kind of their own different button combinations, depending on... Because obviously each character has their own different unique abilities. Like, say, with uh, Gon from Hunter x Hunter... Um, he has this neat little, he has his little, uh, Jaja Ken, uh, little move where he kind of, uh, throws back his fist to charge up. And the whole idea behind that move is it's sort of like a rock, paper, scissors thing where, um, he'll charge up his attack and you won't see what attack is coming until he brings it out. And you, and you have different button combinations that depending on what you press will, uh, will use a different move, uh, because that's just the nature of his attack, and it's it's little details like that that really make me appreciate a lot of the uh, different characters in this game and what they can do. Yeah, when it comes to um, how the characters control, it's a lot like Super Smash Brothers, where the input is basically kind of going to be the same the majority of the time, but how the attacks work for each character is going to be a bit different. Like um, they kind of talk about like the different types of range attacks that you can have with uh, Saint Seiya. Uh, with his long distance range attack, he'll pretty much like launch himself like a comet towards the other player. And uh, what that will do is that if you land that blow, it can be a pretty devastating hit towards the other player. But if you miss, it completely leaves you open to attack. Well, if you're playing like someone like Goku uh, from Dragon Ball Z and you do a Kamehameha, you stay stationary from where you're at. But what I really enjoy, and I think what you guys are touching on is that each character plays the same way they did in their respective manga. Like again, to use the, the comparison, you know, Seiya launches himself across the screen, which can be again, devastating. It could completely leave you open. Goku shoots a more traditional projectile where Yusuke, he can sit there and like, I can press in a direction and shoot and I'm still moving. So I have multi, uh, mobile, per, um, uh, mobile projectiles, you know, something like that. Each character really has their own distinct feel that is very akin to their manga counterpart. You know, it's, it's not like it's not like they made a fighting game, they made t- character types, and then said, okay, this one's going to be Goku, this one. No, they said, Goku can do this. How do we make what Goku does comparable to what Kenshiro does? And how do we make that comparable to someone like Kuro-sensei or... Um, I'm trying to think of a more a lesser powerful character that's in the game. You know, someone like Gintoki. You know, Gintoki doesn't have any special abilities per se. But the thing is, this is a fighting game where everything needs to be somewhat balanced in order to, you know, even the playing field so everybody can play. You know, I don't want the no one wants their favorite character to be weaker than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, actually, speaking of the roster, how do we all feel about the roster in general? Because I, because I, I think me and Josh kind of talked about this off mic a little bit uh, before, but well, with this game in particular, like this one is really all about the roster, because uh, more than gameplay, more than the single player campaign, which I guess we can talk about later if you want to, it's not very good, but because um, I think I'm the only person that's played through the single camp player campaign, but yeah, with this game, it is pretty much all about the roster, and uh, as big as a section of the anime fandom that is, you know, Shonen Jump, there is this huge catalog of characters that you can pull from, and of course, you know, you're not always going to get your favorite character, like, um, I was asking, uh, not to name drop or anything like that, but like, I was talking Prof from uh, the D2 Brigade 
um, you know, asking him if he was going to get the game and, you know, what he was going to do with it. And he said he wasn't going to get the game because the boss or ranking characters weren't in the game, which I was just like, okay, fine. But wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. The guy who made you, the guy who made Rune Kenshin his least successful work besides maybe like Gunblaze West or whatever crap that stupid thing was called. Um, he's picking it up because a lesser known jump title wasn't well, okay, in there. Okay. Bowser Rankin is like one of his favorite series of all time and stuff like but that it's, but it, it's it look, not even that look good. I, I, I don't judge you for your shitty taste in anime you don't judge me for my <laughs> yes, shitty you taste you in totally, anime you totally i mean like me look on. i am kind of judging you a little bit for not liking ninja scrolls but you know i'm not gonna hold it against you and i don't think like that's completely fair again like everyone has their own thing with prof because those characters weren't in the game he wasn't really interested in picking it up again like that's his point i think he is missing out a little bit but you know it, it you know that that can be a huge deciding factor for a lot of people with this game like for me like i really love black cat black cat is one of my absolute favorite shonen jump mangas out there and none of those characters are in this game and that really really sucks but you know again like there are still other characters that i like in this game so i picked it up but i i can't understand that mindset but just like oh my favorite character is not in this game well then screw it so that can have this effect with that game and that is something that is a little uh unfair but with the type of you know, genre of the fandom that this is that's very understandable for people having that mindset i personally I I enjoy the roster and I think it's as good as it's going to be like I I don't think there are any plans for any more characters to be added to the game unfortunately at the time of this recording you never know something could change just out of the blue oh hey we're going to add Dio to the game or oh something Oh my god like I would that. spend I so know. much money on Dio <laughs> like... I as 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 much as I hate DLC I I would buy I would buy Dio but so wait a second. Is that I think that's the one thing that everyone is going to be talking about this game. The fact that Dio, Dio Brando is not in. This well, game. they have Joe Star because that's kind of the really confusing thing is that you know they have Joe Star and they have one of the other things. I'm not that familiar with the Bizarre Adventure series. They um, yeah they they have they have both Jonathan and uh, Joseph only. Okay. But because the weird thing is that with like the Bleach characters, you'll have Inchigo, but they'll also have Aizen who is, like, the big villain from that series. And you'll have that with a lot of these characters, where, you know, like, you'll have the main, and then you'll have one of the big villains. And it's weird that you have, like, this really huge, iconic character like Dio, who is kind of an internet meme in and of himself at this point, and he's not in this game. And, you know... It's really weird, yeah. Yeah, like, they'll bring in, like, um, one of the guys from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, the young uh, guy with the sunglasses, really muscular guy. Tuguro. But anyway, like, you'll have that character, who is, you know, he is a cool character, but at the same time, I just, like, you know, if you're gonna have him in the game, why don't you have Dio? And, like, you'll, you'll kind of end up with those conversations a lot with this game. And it's it's really weird, because I think we should point out that um, it, it has been confirmed that uh, there is data for Jotaro and Dio in the game, but it's it's not complete, like, which which I find really, really weird. But we came this close, this close, and you can't see it, but I'm holding my fingers very close together. You, you came this close to getting Dio, and I'm not a huge JoJo fan. But here's the thing. This game, the way the roster is set up, you have either, like, two options when it comes to the, the manga series selected. Either you get the main character, and that's it, or you get the main character and the villain. And you usually have, you know, 
in threes. It's almost always a, a, a three group of characters. For example, like, you know, mentioned Bleach. You have Ichigo, the main character. You have Aizen, the main villain. And then, in this case, Rukia is a support character. But Dragon Ball Z, you have, you know, Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza. Or if you go to... Well, One Piece is also an exception because One Piece has four characters. You have um, Luffy. You have Ace. You have um, Boa Hancock. Yeah, and then Akainu, which I suppose for some reason is the main villain, which that's actually another roster decision I would have changed. I would have changed completely how uh, the One Piece lineup is. I would have not included Ace. I know Ace is a Japanese favorite, and that's why he was in there. I totally get that. And so, you know, no amount of my, my crying or whining will change that. I get it. I would have had Luffy... Zoro, or even Brooke. I would have settled with Brooke. I would have preferred Zoro because he's a favorite of mine, but then again, personal taste. Boa Hancock I would have kept because she's the only female character in One Piece that can legitimately function in a fighting game. If you try and do... Well, I mean, since you brung it up, I mean, like, there's really only two female characters in this game. So if you're looking for, like, diversity among the sexes, you're not going to find it here. But then again, this is Shonen Jump. Exactly. (laughs) This is Shonen Jump. I mean, we had three choices. We had Nami, we had um, Robin, and then we had Boa. I mean, like, out out of them, which one would you rather design as a developer? Nami would be a pain in the butt because... Any of her moves are going to feel gimmicky. Well, I, I think she would have been more of a range attack kind of person, like, um, you know, being able to set up traps, um, you know, like, you know, certain like landmine kind of character who that could have been really interesting. I would have liked to have seen Chopper. Um, I think Chopper would have been a really fun character um, or even Sanji um, or Usopp uh, and like. To kind of get into the single-player campaign, like, the really frustrating thing is, like, those characters are in the single-player campaign as, like, characters in the story, but they have all jack shit to do with the actual story. Like, you just, like, oh, Usopp's in a giant balloon for some reason over a volcano, and basically when you talk to him, he pretty much just (laughs) says hi. You know? (laughs) Like, that's... Or or whenever whenever uh, whenever you ask him to come along, he'll do a shtick where he's like, "Oh no, I have this. I can't go anywhere, Itis. I'm I can't go. Sorry." Which to be you know like that that is kind of funny and humorous and stuff like that. But at the same time, like that's that could have been like a really fun character to play as and whatnot. Like he could have been like that range character who only does like weak weak amount of damage. You know, like he's not like an overpowered kind of long distance character. You know. My major just, complaint was yeah. with, with majorly the villain. Like, I can understand the rest of the characters for One Piece, but Akainu, when you have Arlong, Dong freaking Krieg would have been great in this game, the way the game functions. Dong Krieg would have been great. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do Crocodile. Crocodile would have been amazing in this game. Amazing. He would have had... You could have had a teleport character. We don't have a teleport character in this game. Oh, actually, that's that's not true. You have, um, you have Psyche from... Uh... I can't remember what the name of his oh, manga is. Oh yeah, that's yeah, he, right. He he plays really, really differently from everybody else. Like he's more of a defensive kind of character who prefers to do uh, like counterattacks and whatnot. Um, I think he's probably the most technical character in the. But game. like Crocodile could have been a lesser technical version of him. You know, like give him just a teleport and give him like some punishing close combos and give him the ability to teleport and give him like no range. Like imagine if you cross Psyche with with um with uh kenshiro and that could have been crocodile pretty easily you know what i'm saying oh i was just gonna say i i do agree i think it's kind of it's it, it's a weird choice to have akainu in the roster 
Um, well, he, he killed. Oh no! Yeah. Spoilers. God damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks for spoiling that, Josh. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to that point. Thank you. But you totally knew. You totally. <laughs> yeah, knew. because you spoiled it when we were talking about when we were playing the game for the first time, jerk. <laughs> oh, oh my god! You didn't know? I thought everyone. No, knew. no, I didn't know. <laughs> well, oh, well. To to get to get back to my point, uh, One Piece has such an array of different villains that they could have chose from, and it, I really would have preferred somebody else. I like personally, I would have preferred maybe Enaru over. Akainu, but uh, Crocodile would have been a nice choice too. Um, but uh, I actually wanted to talk about the rosters a little bit more because I I talked about it with the both of you, um, and I'm surprised we haven't brought this up yet because uh, this isn't the first jump fighting game in existence. Because before this, there was uh, Jump Ultimate Stars for the DS. And then I think even before that, there was Jump Superstars also for the DS, I believe. Um, and uh, I'm I'm kind of surprised uh, when I compare the roster to Jump Ultimate Stars to the roster in J Stars. Uh, like I, it's weird. I felt I feel like the roster for Ultimate Stars is a feels a lot more complete. And when I look back, and you know, every when I go back to playing that every once in a while, I never feel like oh man, I really wish they included this character or this. Like usually, I feel pretty satisfied with the roster because. But I mean, to be fair, uh, Jump Ultimate Stars in particular uh, is representing uh, a, a plethora more of titles than uh, J Stars is, which is unfortunate because there are. Oh, that that's kind of the my only gripe with J Stars is that J Stars' roster for me doesn't feel as complete, and I feel like certain characters that ended up as support characters should have been playable because. Like, for example, um, Nero from uh, Supernatural Detective Nero, uh, who, by the way, is also authored by the guy who did Assassination Classroom. Just a little trivia for you there. Uh, uh, he is a support character in J-Stars, which is weird because he was playable in Jump Ultimate Stars. Um, so when I saw him first announced for this game, I was really excited, but then I was disappointed to see that he was a support character. Um, so I wish characters like that who were playable in Jump Ultimate Stars maybe could have been also playable in this. Uh, but but that's just me. Oh, overall though, I I I still like the I still like the rosters in J Stars a lot though, though I I would have preferred the same kind of roster we got with Jump Ultimate Stars. Just like just like I said, again, it feels a lot more complete, but still that's just me. No, and I totally agree, but the problem is with J Ultimate Stars, that game was com- like perfect. It only missed maybe two or three manga that were substantial at the time of, of its release. Like, I know City Hunter wasn't in there, and I actually, I'm not a huge fan of City Hunter, but I know it was a big deal. Like, there were a couple series that I understand why they didn't include it, but I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't because they had the option, you know? The same, I understand now that it's 3D, it's PS3, you know, the data requirements are different than just making a sprite mm-hmm. cheat, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I think that would be a good topic maybe we can move into sooner or later here about who we would have included from what series. Chris, you had something you were saying. To kind of get into the uh, the roster a little bit, one thing that we haven't really been talking about is the support characters. And in terms of the roster, you touched on it a little bit, Colton, where um, 
some of the characters in the game really kind of feel like either they should have been left out completely or they should have been main characters that you got to play as. Um, like, um, I'm not, uh, like, really 100% familiar with uh, Jintama. I, I know that's really blasphemous, considering I have a person who does a podcast in the series, but, like, um, uh, Sanaharu and Kagura, like, they're they're fun support characters, but at the same time, I would have loved to have those characters have been, like, main playable characters. Like, you know, just uh, Kagura riding around on a giant dog just fighting Goku. Like, that would have been awesome, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. and again, she she's another example of a character that was playable in Jump Ultimate Stars, but is unfortunately just a support character in J-Stars. Right, and that would have given you, like, another female character to play as. Um, but, uh, but then you also have characters like Skitdan, and we're just like, why the why the hell is Skit Dan even in this game? Like, granted, I'm not a I'm not a fan of that series. If anyone remembers my uh, um, season impressions episode on that one, I was really really hard oh, on that man. anime. But, oh yeah. man, you you and you and I are going to disagree so much because I because I I am a very big fan of Skit Dance, but uh, but it also helps that there's the Gintama connection there um, in one way or another. Um, but I mean, I I don't know personally. I I really like that addition out of all of the support characters. Uh, they might actually be one of my favorite support uh, characters to use. Um, I mean, everybody else I don't really care about too much. Like I, I like using Kagura a lot. Uh, I guess I like using Rukia too because uh, you know she she literally freezes the opponents and it gives you a chance to kind of land a couple of hits in there because you know they're frozen. Right. That was one thing I really did enjoy about this game, though. Being 3D, there's only so much you can do. You're, you're really facing a lot of limitations. Like, I'm a big Nisekoi fan. I really like Chitoge. And I was excited to see Chitoge was in the game. I was a tad disappointed that she's a support character. But the way that they, they you know, they use the support characters is really good because any character can be a support character, but not every character can be a main character, uh, a main playable character. What I mean by that is when you put a main playable character as a support, you choose which of their supers are, um, occurs whenever you summon them, right? And then there's a cooldown time. So like Chitoge, you place her, there's an area that you enter. If you enter that area, she instantly appears next to you and slaps you, does some damage, sends you flying, and locks your support for like 30 seconds, which is a big deal because half of these cool down in like 15 or 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like... It, I felt like it was a good way to address some of the lower powered. Like, obviously, it's difficult, extremely difficult to have Chitoge play in a game with Goku. Not that it can't be done. I mean, I mean, obviously, if you can put characters from Kochikame in with Dragon Ball, you can make it work. You know, joke characters will always have a way to function around superpower characters, especially in a in a jump type universe. Well, yeah, because like you'll have the characters from uh, uh, Doctor Slum and uh, the main robot girl whose name is completely escaped me ariel is that her name uh arale arale Arale. Uh, and she plays really great like she is a really fun character to play as um and i think she also has like the best ultimate attack in the game too (laughs) yes 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 so like yeah like what you're saying like those joke characters can work really well in this game and um there are a couple other characters in the uh support team roster that or just like, man, I really kind of would have liked to have seen them a bit more. Um, 
in terms of like I I don't know like I I would have thought it would have been amusing to see um, the basketball dude as a main character like that would have been kind of Kuriko? funny. <laughs> no, I I, well, that... I I think he's talking about um, Sakuragi from uh, Slam Dunk. From okay, yeah, yeah, because I was about to say like I'm surprised they included Kuroko. You know, I get it; it's a popular show now. But the flip side is like. That would have been, they missed out on a great opportunity. So one thing I want to mention is the way these characters interact, because even though they're in a game, it's not like they stick to their own universe and that's that. Like, for example, when you have Goku and um, Gintoki on a team, Gintoki's like, hi, my name is Goku, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then Shinpachi yells off screen. And then Goku's like, wait a second, I thought I was Goku or whatever. And then Shinpachi's like, whoa, he took it as serious, you know, that sort of thing. So like Gintama easily transfers over to to um, Dragon Ball Z. Um, another thing is like Ichigo and Yusuke went on a team. Yusuke has a line where he's like, you know, spirit detectives and soul reapers, we should stick together. You know, so they actually interact with each other in a very interesting way. And I think that was a missed opportunity on the behalf of this game for like exactly that slam dunk. You know, that would have been great. I could totally see his entire moveset. You know, you could easily give him... Um, there was a game, a 2D fighting game for the PS3 called Fighting Climax. It had a lot of light novel um, characters all added in there. And one of the characters had the ability, she you know, kind of was on a basketball team or whatever, I forget. But the generality of it was whenever she attacked somebody, she would turn them into the ball. And I think in this game, that would have worked out really, really well. You can maybe one of your, your super moves as you walk up and you literally grab somebody, push them, condense them into a ball and boom, make a slam dunk and it does like a ton of damage. Or I could totally see, you know, having your rush attack or your um, your super dash be like a dribble, you know what I'm saying, versus a regular... I mean, stuff like that, little things would have made this game yeah. push it over the top into greatness. Or like uh, um, characters from Ice Shield 21, that would have been fun too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, again, characters that you can use as support in and um jump ultimate stars which are personally my favorite supports to use um unfortunately weren't included in this game but that would have been really great especially uh, i mean i would have been fine as long as you know at least if you at no, least gave me hiruma like, i like i would have been totally Yu-Gi-Oh fine i would have been like there. you know screw you know, all those other characters just give me hiruma he was like the best part of that show or that manga whatever like, for example, we, we mentioned Brawl, and I, I mentioned this before I kind of proposed the idea. Why didn't we have a Yugi Kaiba combo character and make him function like Ice Climber? Like, why 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 did we not do that? Well, well I can, I I know, can but... see why they didn't add Yugi, because... In, when you think of that character, you don't necessarily think of Yugi going around punching people. Um, you more or less think of him as like a summoner and like how he would like summon other characters to his side. So like if it was like, um, yeah, like, like if you had like Yugi Brawl, use the you know, dark you can magician swap between Celtic Guardian, like, uh, um, like you know, you know dark Joestar magician uses and his stand. You know, like you could have had a character like that, and that would have been fun. Blah 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 blah. And maybe what happens yeah. is you have to swap between them because your stamina gauge is constantly draining, and so you press the guard um, circle to charge as to swap your character. They all have different move sets, right? 
um, and then maybe you only they all have the same specials where they all interact together to do like their their super move or so, I mean like something like that or even Yugi as a support character he jumps on screen and tosses a trap card in it in a, you know like mirror force oh dang it bounces back you know what I'm saying like that would have been great. Oh my gosh, that would be broken. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, uh, like you could also have done like reborn the monster and it heals one of your KOs. Like you know that could have been something else. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, well, actually, like uh, the character I was just thinking of would have been like completely and totally broken. Would have been Light from uh, Death Note. <laughs> like, <laughs> as a support character, he just comes on, writes a character's name, and you gain a KO. <laughs> like, both of those ideas in context would have worked great. Like reborn a monster, rehealing a KO versus light. You just give them a super long cool time. So basically you're guaranteed one KO because you chose light, but he's out of commission for the rest of the battle. You know what I'm saying? That that would have been great. I would have liked that. Um, but uh, I guess uh, I, I can't talk. Uh, who, who do you guys have a particular character that you liked using a lot? Cause personally, I, Obviously, me being the the Gintama guy out of the three of us here, I I personally loved you. I love using Gin, um, but I, I real I'm starting to realize the more I play with him, how he's not really as strong as I'd like him to be. Like it's it's really hard to do a lot of damage against a lot of these characters. Like like when I'm fighting against characters such as uh, uh, Hiei or uh, Ichigo, where they can you know they could trap me with their multiple. Uh, cutting blade attacks or whatever and they just kind of stick me there and I'm just stuck taking all this damage when uh, Gintoki at most I can get him with a couple sword wax and then a Kamehameha cause you know that's cause that's the joke he could steal other attacks but um I mean personally as uh, as effective as uh as I'm starting to realize he isn't uh Gintoki has a lot of different moves that you know, me being a fan of Gintama, I can point out and be like, oh my god, he's doing that thing that he did in that one chapter or whatever, and, like, there are a lot of really nice in-jokes in there with Gintoki's moveset that I can really appreciate being a fan, um, but, uh, I mean, I guess other characters that are a little more effective that I like using personally would be, like, I actually like using Ace a lot, because uh, I like a lot of his uh, ranged attacks, like, when you land a fireball on somebody from up in the air, it feels good, because that's a really powerful attack, too. Um, and I guess uh, Hancock and Seiya are two other characters that I really like using, too. That I guess those are my kind of top five if we if we wanted to go down that road. Um, in terms for me, like, um, I kind of had the similar thing where I really wanted to, like main Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star, because, you know, I, I love Fist of the North Star. And, you know, when I found out that, you know, he is at a major disadvantage because he doesn't have range attacks in this game, like, it, I found that he was, you know, really surprisingly difficult to play as. Um, and the character I ended up drawing towards the most was actually uh, Tetsuna and Reborn, uh, which is weird because, like, I've never read that manga, and yet, you know, uh, he I came across him in the story mode and was just like, wow, his character actually kicks a lot of ass, and I kind of mained with him because uh, he's got this move where it's a rush attack that enters into this kind of, like, long combo uh, that can do a lot of damage, and it's one of those, you know, it's kind of a high-risk, high-reward kind of thing because, you know, it can take a little bit for it to charge, 
and you can get hit that way, but when it lands, it's so satisfying, and it does so much damage, and just, it's just, again, like, it's one of those characters where it's just a lot of fun to play as for me, and uh, he's also got a pretty awesome counterattack, um, his R1 uh, circle attack, uh, where if somebody attacks you, and, you know, he kind of turns it around, uh, I really like playing as him. Uh, Saya is another character I really enjoy playing as. Um, I like the police officer character. Um, again, like and like in terms of this game, like um, to kind of get off topic and come back real quick. One thing I think is really cool about this game is that it can activate as a little bit of a gateway drug for a lot of these series. Um, so, like, for me, like, I, I kind of want to check out Reborn now because I really like that character and playing as him, and I, I'm kind of interested in the story to see where he comes from and everything else. So, that's really cool. But then when it comes to this police officer character, he doesn't even have freaking scanlations from his series out over here. And, like, that really sucks because, like, I really kind of enjoy those characters, uh, especially when they come up in the main storyline. I'm just like, that looks like a really phony series. I'd really like to see more of it. But unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, don't don't, e- don't even get me started. I, I, I like playing this game. Really makes me want to check out just a, a lot of these. Like I think the two I probably want to check out the most would probably be Saint Seiya and um, Otokojuku. Um, probably, actually, also Hell Teacher Nube uh, seems like a pretty fun one too. Um, it does act as a as a great gateway drug. I will definitely admit that, but. And I hate to be the a-hole in the room because I felt like still there wasn't enough characters to really, really enjoy. Like, for example, um, I realize we're not going to get Cat's Eye in City Hunter. Not that I'm a huge... I mean, like, I'll be 100% honest. I'm not a huge fan of Cat's Eye or City Hunter. Those are two shows I would really like to check out, really like to read. But the thing is, like, you kind of have limited availability over here. Um, So I understand they didn't put it in the show or they didn't put it in the game that makes sense but something like for example that people are familiar with like shaman king i'm not a huge shaman king fan but i feel like they should have had a presence for shaman king i mean chris i or hitch i know you joked about it but i think it would have been a great support to have machine z in there yeah. I, I was do, gonna bring that up like I, I love mazinger z and like yeah it's a giant robot but you know screw it have him be a support character and just have like his giant fist attack somebody you know <laughs> like, exactly like, but the thing is like there was so much option for this game to really explore things like for example aizu not not in here you know those characters again like or cobra um cobra could have been in here or even some of the uh the captain Tsubasa guys or from whistle you know there there were some really heavy hitting series that they really missed out on um blackjack or not blackjack sorry black cat yeah black cat was one of those you know i shield 21 especially soft spot in my heart you know i mean i can i can literally go through the list of jump characters or jump series and say like why was this not in here why like bakuman we all freaking love bakuman and uh, which which by the way josh uh i just want to point out it's funny that you bring up shaman king because i think there's also incomplete data for yo the main character in this game as well Let, let's go back to the opening video real quick because that that is really awesome uh because i'm not sure if you guys may have picked up on this or not but uh uh because oh, the song yeah the, the song is great yeah. like uh, the, the song and the video uh but like i i never skip it like i can't bring myself to skip it every time i put on the game i'm like man i i can't like i i literally cannot press the start button to skip it because it's 
it, like it's so exciting and it makes it, it gets me pumped up to play the game and all that junk but uh i think we should really point out that uh the the song that they use for that game uh is uh they got a lot of really awesome uh uh, uh vocalists for that song first off you have Hironobu Kageyama himself, you know, the one mm-hmm. responsible for Chala Hechala. And then um then you have Hiroshi Kitadani who is responsible for We Are, the uh, theme for One Piece. And then um you also have uh, last but not least uh, Akira Kushida who um is responsible for the uh, main theme for the Toriko anime and I think he also has a couple like Tokus uh, uh Kinikuman. Uh, oh, did he? I didn't know that actually. He did Kinikuman, I'm pretty sure. Um let me look it up. Yes, he did Kamikuman. Mm, okay, that's I didn't know that actually, but I was also going to say he. I uh, other than that, I think he's also that's also, a, that's also a, a manga that should have been in this. But anyway, go ahead. I was going to say other other than those two, I think all he's really done is a bunch of like Tokusatsu stuff. But uh, yeah, they got a they got a lot of really great uh, vocalists for for that song. Um, and I have to shout out though, he did do the opening. As I'm looking it up, he did do the opening for Godanner. That was oh, ooh. dude, really awesome. <laughs> That was a great. I'm opening. sorry, I, I love Godanner. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you have the you have these freaking all stars. Yeah, you you have pretty much like the the big three here of like anime theme song vocalists. I guess. I mean, it's just it's it's really cool that they got these three together to do a song. The only guy I can think of that they might have needed more oomph from. I mean, I get it because he didn't actually kind of. I mean, in terms of, of anime singing, would have been um, Isao Sasaki. He's the guy who did, you know, Space Battleship Yamato, uh, Gachaman, you know, that that those that classic anime opening that was, you know, taking itself way too seriously. I mean, he, it would have been great to have him in there, but I mean, he didn't... I get they choose... You know, like, right now, the big three, because Naruto is out of the picture, Toriko, um, you know, Dragon Ball, and One Piece are really what is pushing shonen jump right now even though dragon ball may be dead it's still alive maybe not in manga format i mean yes they have the new um the new dragon ball super manga but my my point is you know when you think of iconic jump it's hard not to think of those three naruto as much as it was great here in america didn't have the same effect as like toriko or one piece did over there let alone dragon ball yeah so i mean yeah naruto doesn't have it doesn't have like um, amongst its many anime themes it, it doesn't have that you know really well, iconic all anime by theme. j-pop bands exactly yeah some anime will have their own theme and then the other ones have like j-pop themes yeah and if you notice with we are chala hechala and i think it's like what go fight uh, no it's not go fight uh, it's a um, uh, guts 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 okay in guts guts you know like the three themes from each of these respective shows they're all original themes yeah i mean they are the sound of Shonen Jump, if Shonen Jump has one. I mean, manga doesn't necessarily have a soundtrack, but if you had to to make one, it would have to include these guys. I mean, a nice piece of trivia for you. Hide Nobu Kageyama is the guy who they chose to sing the Japanese version of Eye of the Tiger. Ooh, really? I can't find an audio clip of that. I need to contact somebody in Japan to give me that. <laughs> I know it for a fact that's, that's, that it's him. So I I want to hear Hide Nobu Kageyama totally do the chala chala I of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, really, really anything to get him to do more work, really. Yeah, I mean, like, and the thing is, you can't just have Jam Project do the opening because then it's just a Jam Project. But opening. but, but that, having but, these three guys. But but that but that would have been fucking awesome. 
it would have been great yes i agree but the thing is like jam project works for jam project jam project at this point is kind of giant robot giant robots and tokusatsu yeah this was not either and they also did the uh, theme for uh car toy vanguard too which was pretty awesome yeah but the thing is they they do less and less anime themes as you go on they they perform anime themes don't get me wrong and i freaking love jam project but i think this was the perfect fit and i think they put a lot of money into that uh versus maybe kind of more detail i mean it's an original song for a game i mean like that's in and of itself is a is a rarity a novelty and i'm not saying like oh you know every video game has a theme song don't get me wrong but this is like a song song you know like i can put this on an mp3 player and listen to it and pretend it's a normal song it'd be great mm-hmm. um and like you said that opening video the way they timed it just right you know it just it works really really well um before we go though i want to ask both of you Honestly, would you recommend this to non-jump fans? We'll start with you, Chris. Uh, would I recommend it to non-jump fans? Um, like as a game, is this game worth the fifty dollars for people who don't know anything about the properties, or maybe even if they only know like three properties? Um, that's actually kind of a difficult question because because uh, when you threw the fifty dollars in there, because. Um, Honestly, like, I think I paid too much for this game. Um, but then again, that's just me being horrifically stingy at this point in my life when how I spend money. But, um... $40 or whatnot. But I mean, like, is this game worth paying for brand new? Uh, I think if you got this game during a sale, like, if it was 30 bucks, I would recommend it to someone who's just like, oh, they only read Naruto. Well, you know, check this game out. It's got Naruto characters in it. They've got this whole entire story mode that you can play as Naruto as, where you get to introduce these other characters. And again, like, I think this game works really well as a gateway drug. So, yeah, would I recommend it to someone who is a not... Or someone who is just getting started out into anime and stuff like that and only knows one or two series completely. If they're not a fan of anime or just Japanese games in general... Not really, because it like that is kind of a large hurdle that you have to get over. Because this game is very, very Japanese. But um, so like if it's someone who only plays like uh, Dragon Age or something like that, or you know they only want to play like the indie Thomas was alone kind of games, then no, I wouldn't recommend it to them because they'd be like, oh, the gameplay sucks, and like this is nowhere near as good as Street Fighter Four Super Ultimate Arcade Edition. You know, like you know those people are just like you know I'm not going to recommend the game to you guys because you're not going to you know you're not going to enjoy what this game is, which is basically just getting to see a bunch of cool characters get to you know team up and play with each other. Um, so. It would really kind of depend on who you're. Uh, I'm talking to. to to like the average Joe. I'm less, I'm less inclined to suggest the game to them, especially at full price. Um, but for someone who is just getting started out into anime, yes, I would recommend it because I think again, like I think this game works really well as a gateway drug. Okay, and uh, Colton, same question to you. What do you think? Um. I, I kind of agree with a lot of what um, Hitch said. I mean, I I would totally recommend this game for people who are into Jump and love Jump. And, I mean, because, like, if you love Jump, like, there, there's a lot for you here. And if you, if you want to see Jump characters interact with each other, 
again, like I mean, albeit like we were talking about earlier, it, like they're it's it's all static images and grunts and stuff, and that's kind of disappointing. But it's it's still fun to see them interact nonetheless. And so I would I would totally recommend this to Jump fans, though if you're if you're any if you're anything like us, you know, even if you're especially if you're a Jump fan. You you might feel a little disappointed in what could have been, I guess, especially when we were talking about uh, the roster and stuff and, you know, who we would have really loved to see in this game and who we are really sad to see left out and yada, yada, yada. But I I would still recommend it for Jump fans totally. If you're not, they're not there might not be a lot for you here. Um, and uh, also, again, like I said earlier, I'm... I'm I'm not really a big game guy, so I I'm not really sure uh I'm not really sure if you, if people would enjoy this game if they weren't into the mythos, honestly. So I'd have to say not. But but I also think like if if you're looking for another game to play with your friends, maybe like if 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 you have a group of friends like mine where we like to do almost nothing but play Tenkaichi three all the time still, uh then maybe this game might be a good substitute if you're looking for something different and you uh if you're looking for a good substitute to play with your friends or whatever um but i think that's about it for me if you're a jump fan get this game or if you want to wait for it to you know drop in price a little bit uh i'd say that's probably a wise choice uh but if you're not a jump fan uh i'd say you could st- you could still try it if you want but i I'd be wary because there might not be a lot here for you if you're not already into the mythos. I think I think we're all coming to the same conclusion here. I think this is extremely character driven. If you like even maybe half, less than half, I mean, if you like at least three of these main series, I think you'll enjoy the game. But again, it comes down to that price point. I think if you're aware of this game, and you're even thinking of buying it, like if that thought has crossed your mind, I, I just say do it. I don't think you'll be disappointed um, unless you're not playing it for multiplayer. If you if you this game hinges on the multiplayer, if you're not using it for that, then this game will never make its money back. This game is worth fifty dollars in my opinion. If you can get four friends together who are familiar, somewhat familiar with the series, and and just play because. Last night, or was it? Was it was it just last night or the night before we were playing? I can't remember. Oh, when we three the were night playing. Before. Yeah, we, we three. We were playing just the mm-hmm. night, two nights ago, right? Yeah, I think so. I have never laughed so hard. In like, I, I can't even remember. Literally, there were so many laughs that happened because the game can be bullshit. It really can <laughs> yep. be. Like some of the combos that happen, you just you're left feeling unfair. You're left mashing the X button, like, okay, we're going again. No, 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 we're going again. No, 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 we're going again. And you keep wanting to play because it sometimes you feel cheated. But the thing is, the game is so lighthearted, it's not you can still have fun and lose. You know what I'm saying? There were three of us playing, so what happens is two of them get paired up on a team and someone gets paired at the computer, and you didn't always win. And those games when it's super tight. You're sitting there, your your butt is biting the couch, you know, like literally you're taking a chunk out of it. Your asshole could not take the clenching. That's how <laughs> awesome some of these matches are. I think if you get some good friends together, this game is worth the full price no matter what you pay for it. But that's just me. I paid it. I paid for an experience on multiplayer. I got that. 
I can complain about the roster, but the roster is complete enough for me to have characters I like to play. So I think all in all, I would buy it again if I had to. I don't know if I would gift this to somebody because it would be dangerous, you know, kind of like, well, this is a game that you could easily buy and never play again. But I, I'm just I'm, I'm laughing at your comment of like this game could be dangerous, like just like it's like Grand Theft Auto 3. They'll go out into the streets and like punch rocks. you know. Like... <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, before you know it, you'll be summoning gum gum powers and and you won't be able to swim. People. You'll just sink to the bottom. And it's horrible. It, You'll be fighting. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, uh, Kochikame, all those characters are policemen. So this game does teach violence against the police. Yeah. Oh, it does. You sure, are, why not? And small children, because you do get to beat up uh, that girl from Dr. Slump. So. <laughs> oh, she, she's, a, she's a robot. She's not She's still real. a small girl. I mean, if you show this to a conservative, they're going to freak the fuck out. So it's... <laughs> well, conservatives are going to freak out when you freaking use, like, Medoka or, uh, or Madoka, rather, or freak... Um... Well, no, actually, they're going to be like, they're not speaking American! <laughs> that's, that's all. That's yeah, it. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, any last thoughts? Um, I, I, I had fun with this game. I like it. Not as much as Jump Ultimate Stars, but I like it. Um, for, for me with Final Thoughts, uh, one thing I think we, we didn't really mention is that the online is relatively smooth. Um, I think we've only had one crash game so far between the three of us. Um, and so. While running it, Skype. Yeah, while running Skype, uh, because none of us want to use the voice chat option that's in the actual game. But um, but yeah, so in, in terms of that, it works really, really well. So, you know, if you're worried, like, uh, the servers are going to be slow and clunky and lag, like, I don't think any of us really experienced any lag or anything like that. So, Well, see, that's the wonderful thing yeah. is that only 13 people are really playing this game in America. <laughs> So, like, the servers are always open. Yeah, but but still, you know, that can be a major turnoff for a lot of people who play fighting games online is that, you know, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, like, I love uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3, um, but, you know, you get online and, you know, it's just like, ah, it's just, it's so laggy. You, there's no way you can win. But, um, but yeah, so, but yeah, aside from that, I think, you know, I think the game, there is a lot of fun to be had with the game, especially in terms of its multiplayer. Single player is really disappointing, and yes, the, they could do a lot more with the roster, but um, as, in terms of this being the, as the possible start of a series, I think it is very promising. I, I, I definitely want to see another game from this series, and I'm hoping that the, you know, the second game will be able to come out here. Um, and at the same time, like, we were talking about it a little earlier, but, like, I'm a really big fan of the Dynasty Warrior games, and I would really love to see, like, a Dynasty Warriors jump game that was like this, you know, where you had all these characters just going off and fighting a bunch of, you know, like an army. Like, I think that would be really good, too. Like, I would love to see that as well. But, uh, but yeah, outside of that, you know, um, Josh is wrong about, uh, 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 no, see, no, no, see, see, I'm going to edit that so that way you're like, uh, uh, so that way it just seems like I'm not wrong about anything. Well, I mean, it is your podcast. You can do that. Yeah, it, it is your podcast. You know, we all basically just suck your dick the entire time. So <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and with that, gentlemen, uh, where can we find you? Just one, one, one last quick plug. Um, plug your stuff. Where can we find you if we want more of you? 
well, if you want to find me, you can find me at uh, SniperKing323 on Twitter. That's S-N-I-P-E-R-K-I-N-G-323. And um, you never know. Hey, if you're, you know, I, I mentioned Gintama once or twice because of this game. Uh, if you're interested in Gintama at all and you want to listen to me talk about it more, you can. There's always Doctor's Podcast. Yeah, there's always Doctor's. Or you could you could listen to mine because I start from the beginning and working my way up with English releases. Uh, you can find that over at GintaLifeLessons.wordpress.com. That's Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast. So I think that's about it for me. For me, um, you know, I'm uh, I've got a couple of life things going on right now, so I don't really have much in terms of like uh, articles that I I've been wanting to write. Um, but uh, I'm on Twitter, CJ Hitchcock. Uh, my website's DoubleZetaProductions.com. I still need to give that site a new fresh coat of paint and redesign and then whatnot. Um, Were I'm you hoping kidding? it looks like classic '90s. You know what? I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to, you know, once I get, uh, like, moving into a new apartment and everything else, you know, get that all settled away. Like, I'll, I'm hoping to have more stuff come out for you soon. Um, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. And, like, another thing I think we should do is that since this is an online game, if you're interested in meeting us online for the PlayStation Network, um, I'm Chris the Dragon, um, which is capital C, capital T, capital D. Um... That's my username, so if like you want to friend me and you want to play us on this game, I'm down for that. You know, meeting more people online. So if you guys want to throw out your usernames as well, you know. Oh, uh, oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you can. Um, it, it's my username is the same as my Twitter again, Sniper King three two three. If you want to friend me, maybe. And me, you have to find under actually a different name. I came up with the most clever acronym in the entire world, which is not an acronym. It's Gum Gum Saiyan. Um, I will take on any challengers despite being called Gum Gum Saiyan with Yusuke or Kenshin, who are neither Gum Gum nor Saiyans. And with that, I think that wraps up the review. Gentlemen, thank you for joining. Um, looking forward to having you on in the future. Glad to know anime is not dead that is currently still alive in this game. No, that's good. That's good. I'm glad anime didn't die. It would have been, been, been bad if it died. I wouldn't have anything to watch. Would have been a nice inheritance, though. That's, that's going in as a stinger. Uh, that's 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 it for this thing. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to our review of J Star's Victory versus Plus, and I hope we've convinced you about whether or not you want to check out the game or not. Uh, personally, if you're a fan of Gintama, uh, like I said earlier in in the show, uh, 
I think people will really, really enjoy Gintoki's moveset, uh, even though he's not exactly the strongest character in the game, and it's kind of hard to land uh, significant damage against opponents sometimes with him. Uh, his moveset uh, has a lot... His moveset has a lot of great uh, in-jokes and references to the series, and uh, hell, like again, I think... Uh, uh, I forget if I mentioned this in the thing or if John or John what what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, Josh uh, edited the, edited this thing out. Uh, I'm so I'm stuttering so much. Uh, uh, I don't know if Josh edited this out or not, but uh, you know uh, even in the story mode, which uh, we, unfortunately we didn't get a lot of time to talk about, uh, uh, there are some little itsy bitsy ob obscure references in there that only really big Gintama fans that go out of their way to remember the most insignificant shit will love like oh my god guys it's uh again I don't want to make it sound like there's a lot uh for Gintama fans in here because you know they're uh, cause you know there's not a lot but th you know th there's still things in there if you're a Gintama fan and, and especially if you're a Jump fan um you know, go check out this game. Play, uh, you know, some way, somehow, try it out if you can. Like, it's it's a fun game, especially if you like Shut and Jump. Like I said earlier in the thing, so I don't know why I'm repeating myself now. Um, so enough of me stuttering and talking and stuff. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, please check out Josh's blog and podcast over at senpaicoasttocoast.wordpress.com. Again, uh, his show's great. It's it's really fun to listen to, and you could tell that he is so passionate about what he what he does, and you can tell he loves doing it and talking about stuff. And it's just he he puts a lot of love into this. So please check out Senpai Coast to Coast at senpaicoasttocoast.wordpress.com. Maybe even follow him on Twitter at Josh Dunham. That's J O S H underscore. D-U-N-H-A-M uh, You know, he likes to talk a lot about all the shows he's watching And he's a, he's a screen cap and maniac He, he loves to do that um, So, yeah, check him out if you want to uh, see what he's tweeting about uh, he, he even tweets about uh, Gintama uh, you know, whenever he gets the chance to watch that, you know, if you're if you're following Life Lessons on Twitter, uh, we've retweeted a lot of his Gintama tweets. Uh, at one point, uh, our Twitter feed should have been just the Josh Dunham retweet uh, channel or whatever. Um, but uh, his his takes and insights on Gintama are really interesting, in my opinion. So, I uh, you should uh, you should follow him if you're interested in that. But uh, anyway, so. As for the podcast in general, uh, you can find us at gettolifelessons.wordpress.com, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher.com or the Stitcher Smart Radio app. You can also listen to us on Player FM as well, and uh, you can also follow us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and YouTube.com slash GintamangaCast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T. Ginta Manga Cast. You can also follow us on gintamangacast.tumblr.com. Reblogging and reposting all the funny pictures involving Gintama. Maybe not as much lately, because obviously I am kind of gone at the moment by the time you're listening to this, but whatever. Uh, you can also 
email us at uh, gintolifelessons at gmail.com. You know, email us about Gintama, any thoughts you may have on a particular chapter, episode, whatever, or just email us about the podcast in general. Email us about anything. We'll, we'll read any emails you send us. Um, and you can also leave us feedback in the Gintama subreddit at uh, www.reddit.com slash r slash Gintama. Uh, but the most important thing, guys, is that you subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. So do that. That's important for us. So, yeah, um, I know this wasn't a proper episode of the podcast. And I'm sorry for those who are uh, eagerly awaiting a new episode of our show. But uh, don't worry. Uh, if I play my cards just right, uh, I will have already recorded a new episode, uh, episode 38, uh, with, uh, Bookie. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're gonna be, co- uh, hopefully, we're gonna be covering chapter 53 of the manga, uh, where Gin battles a ninja, so that ought to be fun. Uh, again, if I play my cards just right and I get enough of this prepared before I leave, um, that will have already been edited and uh, eagerly awaiting to be posted while I'm gone. Um, there might be a, like a, a two or three week gap after that uh, with no new releases, um, but uh, I, I only have so much planned ahead of time, unfortunately. And at the time of this recording, I'm a little strapped for time, you know, trying to get all this stuff done and, you know, trying to try to get it all done, especially before I have to leave and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, if if there aren't any new episodes after episode 38 for at least two or three weeks, uh, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this special little thing. Uh Again, please go listen to Josh's podcast. I can't thank him enough for letting me upload this on my feed. Uh, Thank you, Josh, if you're listening. And again, please look forward to the next actual episode of the podcast. And uh, and yeah, I, I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to this thing. And we'll see you guys next time on episode 38 of Life Lessons in Gintama Manga Cast, hopefully. Um, I've been Colton, and I will hopefully see you guys later. Wish me luck in Minnesota. I'm I'm gonna need it. Working as a carny is hard. It may not seem like it, but it is. So yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>